Good morning. Welcome to Tanya's Cultural Coffee Time Talks. Welcome. This is episode one. And you can hear the kettle is boiling away as I am about to make my morning coffee. And I hope you listeners will do the same and relax and enjoy this new podcast which does contain some very serious educational information about art with a lovely huge slap dose of humour. Today we are looking... Come in! Someone's at the door. Sorry. No, hardly ever a, anyone ever comes to visit here. Oh, it's Jamie. Great stuff. Uh, our special guest today. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're doing Michelangelo's statue of David no, in no. Florence. The right? big one. You'll be interested in this. The big one with the little Willie. Yeah, stop wandering all over the place, otherwise he won't hear you. That's all right. You don't need to. Right, did you know it's 17 foot high, this sculpture? 17 feet high. And it weighs... Six tonnes. How did you know that? Uh, I saw a documentary about moving big lumps of stuff around and it was uh, involved exactly that statue, I think. Written by, who did it? Was it Michael? One of the, one of the turtles. Michelangelo. Was oh, the Newton Mingers? Yeah, and the Mutant Ninjas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of them. Oh, that's, that's what we're talking about today. I so that's a, believe I well, yeah. watched it the other day. Well, that's, that's good timing then. Oh. Yeah, so six tonnes, which is the weight, the approximate weight of 80 full-grown men. And 80 miles away. What? Well, that's moved oh, 80 miles. Just make my coffee. Excuse me, folks. 80 miles. For, oh, yeah, because the marble was hewn in Carrara at the famous quarry. A bit like the Porsche car. Uh, Michelangelo personally supervised the transportation of the marble. He was absolutely perfectionist about the quality and that it would arrive in Florence in good order. And did you know they dragged it on sledges? Well, I was wondering. With pulleys and stuff. A lot of rope. Yeah. 80 miles of rope because they only had one winch. Okay, no, that's so, not true. so they pulled it on sleds, tied on with a massive bits, bits of rope, which is quite dangerous and must have taken a lot of men. A lot of broken toes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so that in itself... Oh, how many toes it cost? <laughs> I know that some of the men that he used um, resigned, resigned on a regular basis. I don't know if that was because it was uh, I dangerous. I he should have just employed lepers that didn't have toes. <laughs> <laughs> Then they wouldn't uh, break any toes, would they? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's that, quite handy, that. I uh, wish you'd been around at the time. I suppose they'd have no hands. <laughs> yeah, that could have been no, a problem. No, 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 I wouldn't better push it, would they? Right, I let's get back onto that. topic. <laughs> right, let's get back onto topic. Now, this, this uh, amazing marble statue stands outside the Galleria dell'Accademia. Good restaurant, that. <laughs> which is an art gallery. Oh, sorry. In it was a Florence. Pizza <laughs> <laughs> in Florence. Um, but it was actually commissioned for the Cathedral of Florence. Um. And it may have been that it was commissioned to stand on the roof line of the cathedral, which see, some people think that seems a bit unlikely to yeah, me. Well, how would you get it up there? Yes, and such a massive... Well, well, I haven't got sculpture. helicopters. <laughs> how, how on earth would you get... How many tons? Pulleys, pulleys. Pulleys, <laughs> pulleys. Anyway, so the cathedral... Oh, a lot more broken toes. 
So the cathedrals were very, very wealthy, as you can imagine, to commission this. And in fact, it was only one of 12 figures from the Old Testament, but they didn't all get completed. So a huge, huge commission. And they looked after the people with broken toes. Yeah, well, there were a lot of hospitals then, weren't there, mm. run by the monasteries and stuff. Well, there you go. And they had to look best, up. Best people to work for, really, thinking about it. Yeah. If you're moving a six-tonne lump of marble and crushing your toes every couple of miles, yeah. you'd, you'd want to work for a hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the best art of this time was in the hospitals because they painted beautiful altarpieces for the patients to look at, which they believe would help them recover. Mm. And that happens today, doesn't it? The hospital's now commissioning artworks from contemporary artists. It still goes on. Anyway, the amazing thing about this statue is it's unusual because David, he's a very um, popular theme for Florence. He's almost the icon of Florence. Florence is an independent republic, very proud of its democracy, mm. but has enemies on all sides like Rome, uh, Venet the Venetian Republic, etc. He's very handy as well, isn't he? What? He's got big hands. Oh, he's got... <laughs> I just realised he's got quite big feet as well. Now, do you think that's because he pulled the thing and broke his toes and fingers while they're dragging it all those miles? No, Jamie. No. It, well, are they making his hands big to But I think it's a good question. I think it's a good question because he's got a, also got a very large head. Got very large head, very large... I'm not sure about the feet. I'm not sure about the feet. Well, he's got a small dinky. Yes. And it would look even smaller on those big hands, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got very small genitalia. Oh. So why is this? Because it's not like Michelangelo didn't know the proportions of the human body. He was the master of naturalism. Uh, and if you think he's also a painter, he did the Sistine Chapel ceiling mm -hmm. and the Sistine... The Last Judgment and the Sistine Chapel, all those beautiful figures... But they're all based, they're all based on classical sculpture of ancient Greece and Rome. A bit like a bat, wasn't he? He could paint on ceilings. Yeah, and he was like... He didn't his... cause the plague, did he? <laughs> well, in the back caused the last one here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point, good point. But I know he laid on his back, you know, to paint the cystite ceiling. And he, I think he was in his six, late 60s when he did that. He must have had goggles on. Yes. Paint in your eye. And a mask. And a mask. <laughs> and gloves. Yeah, so this jacket, probably. A very, Hard very, <laughs> very tough, tough uh, bloke and knew about the proportions of a human body. So the, the fact that he makes the head larger and the, and the hands larger and the, and the genitalia smaller is deliberate. It's not an accident. Now... Ooh. Ooh. No, no, you carry on. Really? No, you go. Okay, before we go back to these proportions, just also to mention, interesting about this statue, David killed the giant Goliath. This is in the mm. Old Testament. David was a shepherd boy. Mm. Okay, so he's not a particularly cultured, educated, intellectual person, but then he's not a thuggish person either. No. He's, a, um, he's like Jesus. Well, if, if Jesus was born there, he probably would have been a shepherd. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, I suppose he kind of is a shepherd. Just a oh, yeah, he's a of shepherd shot. of the sheep. That's right, we're his sheep. That's, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at the moment, all the sheeples... Oops, oh, better not go easy, there, better not easy. there quickly. Change the topic. Uh, yeah, so... But Michelangelo shows him before he kills Goliath, whereas the norm is to show the triumphant David... Holding the head. Holding the head, mm. the severed head, which he eventually cuts off, uh, and triumphantly glorying in his he heroism. But here is the moment before... 
before he slays Goliath the giant with the sling, with a single stone, the single shot in the sling, which is like a big catapult, which in, the, in this statue you can see he's got over his shoulder, very casually, almost like a sort of a handbag or a rucksack thrown over his shoulder. Nonchalant. Mm. That's a good word, nonchalantly. Mm, but, look at, but look at the expression. I don't know what it means. The expression is far from <laughs> nonchalant. No, but uh, so... The expression on the face, I mean. The, the, the ones after killing, uh, you know, winning the fight with a little slingy thingy dingy thing. Yeah. Oh, little slingy dingy. That could be why that... Oh, never, oh yeah. Never thought of that. Why are his hands big in the statues afterwards? Or were they just normal size in the statues afterwards? After oh. the killing? Or is there not an example of that? Well, I don't think it's relevant, really. I mean, uh, you don't know? No. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, we're looking at this one-off... All those years. We are looking, <laughs> look at this one-off sculpture by the genius. Now, a lot of people don't think there's geniuses. Well, I thought there was 12 of them. Oh, t there were 12 figures commissioned by oh. various other sculptors. OK, carry on. No, but you're right. There's previous sculptures of David by people like Vecchio. But not, not and, Mick. And Donatello. And Another turtle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're bloody everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and those ones are more slender, uh, more feminine-like. Now, this one is very masculine, lots of musculature. And if you look at the veins and the sinews, it's so li like living flesh. It's very, very naturalistic. Very hard to do. Very natural. And he's got a lovely ass. He's got he a can't. massive derriere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks he... like a Renault Clio. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't beat the delicate shaping of the sling that goes round the back of the sculpture, over his back. You mustn't forget the back of the rear. The derriere. Oh my oh, god, it's the bloody phone, phone again. Not, wasn't oh, again. No. That was a doorbell. Oh, earlier. that was a doorbell, mm. yeah. Um, so when you look it's at probably sculpture... Amazon. <laughs> it's always Amazon this time of day. <laughs> so you mustn't neglect the rear of the sculpture. Uh, easy to do, just to look at it from one angle. As obviously with a painting, that's what you're used to doing. But you've got to look round the back and the sides. From the side, this sculpture is very slender. It's a bit naughty, isn't it? Naughty. Well, Grandma, you don't sit there watching the statue all day, do you? Wouldn't you feel a bit grubby? It is a bit homoerotic. Homoerotic. And I like, that nicely brings us into homosexuality in the Renaissance. Now, homosexuality was accepted in the Greek and Roman periods as yeah, a norm. Yeah, they always bonked each other, particularly in the armies, didn't they? The, yeah. the Troy Trojans, which I know they're not. Greek technically, but they the they're Greeks. kind of the same yeah. sort of ilk. same era. Yeah. Uh, and it actually wasn't only accepted; it was it was, it was idealized, actively encouraged. It was encouraged, yeah. Ugh. And and we know that Leonardo was homosexual. We think that Michelangelo was homosexual, though he might have been bi because he did write love letters to a woman as well. But in the Renaissance Italy, it was tolerated. It, it was actually illegal, but the authorities tended to turn a blind eye. Ooh. But this ties in, Jamie. Where are you going? Away. You're not running out yet. Come, come, uh, with the yet. smallness of the genitalia, because there was an ideal of male beauty in yes. the classical yeah, yeah, period. Yeah. You're listening. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the ideal was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wake up. Just dropped uh, off then. <laughs> <laughs> young men, young men who were prepubescent. That was the ideal. Ugh, a bunch <laughs> of pedos. <laughs> so What's they... wrong with them? <laughs> I don't like any of this Renaissance crap anymore. No, well, we've only got three minutes to go, so bear with me. Um, and they often had long hair and they were often honoured because they didn't have loads of testosterone spilling around, yeah? So the idea was the 
the of the intellect was more important. The, the brain, the intelligence was more important. Well, until the Vikings turned up and kicked them in. <laughs> That's true. And then suddenly, who was so important to be brainy, was it? <laughs> so Michelangelo oh. is following in that tradition. Funny how intelligent people think it's important until they meet a complete nutter. <laughs> and then suddenly, Things they realise it's not. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's following that tradition of the small... Uh, of the prepubescent ideal of the ideal man, yeah? but he's combining it it's with a, a strong, horrible, it? with a strong musculature. Do you find it a bit? Uh... I find it very cringy. Do you? I'm okay. not going to look at that again. Oh. No. Well, what, what if you just? I've, I've got to go and throw up. <laughs> no, no. What? I, I, let me out. I'm getting claustrophobic. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking... Get some, get oh. some air and come back. Get some air. <laughs> get some air and come back. Right, while Jamie's left to get some fresh air, let's... Oh, God, he slammed the door. Uh, let's look a bit more seriously about the reception of this amazing uh, statue, which was praised very highly by Vasari, the preeminent art critic of the time. But the public didn't like it and threw stuff at it. And uh, there was a riot and, it, and uh, David's arm got broken off. And then later in the, uh, the rather um, prudish Victorian period, uh, there was a fig leaf um, inserted in stone to cover uh, the offending article. So that's a bit of the history. Now, Jamie's left the room, he's refusing to talk about possibly the most important part of the sculpture, which isn't the homoerotic uh, masculine form, but is the expression on the oversized head. An expression of intense. Oh, oh, he's back, damn. Uh, an expression of intensity, uh, tension, uh, and total concentration. Uh, and when you look at the sculpture, this is what overwhelms you: is the look, the look on the face. He's looking out. Is he looking to Rome? Is he looking to the enemies that threaten the democracy of Florence? It depends which way he's turned. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Now we don't know if he's in the right well, position. Well, it is mobile. I know it's heavy, but you could. Well, Swizzle it around a bit. So um, in conclusion, his big head. Why? So, why? Why? Yeah, why? so we're going to leave that with you, dear listeners.